I'm so sorry. Those questions are so bad that it brought out <laughs> anger in you. Um, oh, I have a question for you. This is why we're. This is why we wanted to do a solo. What was so funny as you couldn't see is it took him a while to cut to it. <laughs> it was, and just, it was just on you going. <laughs> <laughs> ah. You said I'm going to try not to curse for this entire podcast because my mom's going to listen to this one. We were still dropping bombs the whole way through. I think I could go five, maybe ten minutes without cursing. I think I could do it if I just didn't. Like, if I really try, You could probably you know. do it if you didn't curse. You could probably not curse. I think so. <laughs> Dude, I was watching our episode with the Pointer Brothers. We were kind of just talking about this. I just, like... You watch our podcast? I, do, I watch every oh. single one. I actually, because I'm such a fan of the show, I listen to it and I watch it. Wow. A bit of both, yeah. Who do you know on the show? Anyway, go ahead. What were you saying? I, I know our guest right now. For our audio listeners, for our audio Cornelius's, our little corn frame, shout out to Cornelia frame. Um, we're going to be cutting to that <laughs> little guest we have, the no guest, uh, which brings us to our episode. Well, I was telling a story. Okay. Well, finish your story and then I want to. No, I was just saying, I, I, I watched it and I was like, I, I really do. I get so comfortable talking to you or I get so comfortable talking to the guests that I find myself just like. Taking a nap? Yeah, I'm like my. I'm just fuck. Oh, I'm just fuck. I'm just fuck. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just here, and I it just like I look terrible. I also I recut my hair because I hate it the way it looked in that episode. Why is that the result? Are you serious? You went to your yeah masseuse. You went to your haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went and got a massage, and she was like, "Let me cut, Let me your, cut hair your hair." hair. That's a really good. talented masseuse. She cuts your hair and massages. <laughs> Yeah. Your hair. Yeah, I found her on the boulevard. She's in one of those strip malls. That's cool. I saw a lady on the boulevard who would probably just, who probably. She was singing, over. wasn't she? She was singing, talking, you know, kind of like cake and the strokes, kind of a little, little sing talky in there. Hey, this is our first time we're releasing a solo episode. Yeah, so I was going to say, okay. uh, speaking of our guest that we're going to be cutting to for audio <laughs> listeners, you can't see. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, this is, uh, I'm breaking down, you know, in all, in all facets of life. Uh, we're doing a solo episode for our 10th episode. Um, we didn't make it this far last time. We tried to do the podcasting. <laughs> so we thought, you know, why not reward? Uh, a lot of people in, the, in Kira's episode that we released said, uh, put out a solo. So here we are. And uh, we're rewarding you guys and ourselves for making making this milestone. Well, yeah, and I was telling you that somebody... Uh, you guys can treat us by, of course, you know, my first task was getting 50,000 subscribers. You guys can help me, help me out with that. But... Uh, We'll talk about that. <laughs> I didn't understand anything you just said. They did. They got it. They're listening. It's recording. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so. Um, I was saying, uh, somebody said to me this morning. That, I, I heard you saying that. Yeah, I don't think they did. Uh, that no, I heard you saying. Shut said you up, this. dude. <laughs> oh my god. Let's bring in the guest. <laughs> anyway, um, I I was saying somebody. Uh, I was I was at the grocery store today, and someone was like, "Hey, I, I really love your podcast. I just love listening to the two of you talk about just your life and like just everything in your life." It's heartwarming, and it was it was so sweet, dude. It was a really cool conversation, just because like you know, I think we can both agree we've spent our lives being recognized for TV shows and working on whatever it was, 
you 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 know you get recognized for that. But to to be recognized for this thing that we started up on our own and like yeah. you know we're really just trying to push it out there and like the fact that anybody wants to sit here and listen to it is kind of bizarre in my opinion. But I appreciate it. I love podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I like listening to people talk. I'm surprised when people want to listen to me talk. Um, I like that's, listening to you talk. That's very sweet of you. That's why I cut you off most of the podcast. No, no, no. We we've turned a corner. You don't we've do that anymore. Yeah. 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 Now I just like to cut the guests off. just probably is so it, not funny no it's else. only funny to us yeah it's just so God, stupid such a great I, I will tell you though i was listening to the episode with kira mm-hmm. bro th- just like listening to us talk about you getting hit by a car was oh my God. the funniest thing i think i've ever heard in my life i that's the only episode that i i need to pull clips from that i, I didn't pull clips from that but um usually i I, I sit there and I, when I watched the Pointer Brothers and I was editing that, I was dying laughing. Oh my god! It's but so I think tough. half of that shit's mostly just funny to us too. Probably, so. probably. Um, we I have watched, a strategy. Yeah, no, yeah, this was you. Yeah, well, we have a strategy getting into today. Go ahead, you can start us off. I feel like you're going to say the same exact thing I was. No, maybe. No. Okay. Um, well, you know, I think the reason I didn't want to do solo episodes. <laughs> I'm swing I was my feet. Say. Uh, let me swing my feet. Can you get? I'm I'm just excited. Um, is because I feel like we just had, you know, had nowhere to go, and I feel like today with what I what I've brought you, and you've brought me things. Yeah, I feel like uh, we've got some fun stuff in store, especially because we don't have an intro or a guest. It's just all one long pooper. What do you mean? We gotta stop laughing. Yeah, at it. yeah. It's not even funny. Yeah, yeah, because the audio listeners just hear it and they're like, okay. <laughs> they just have to again. assume. Um, are we at the five minute mark? Did I go five minutes without swearing? Did I swear? Nope. Oh, we did. <clears throat> Good job. Um, I'm really Last trying. Not to that actually. hard. Uh, yeah, I know. That's what I'm. T- I'm really trying to slowly. I was just telling somebody literally this morning. Like I'm, I'm trying to wean off of swearing so much. It really does make you look uneducated. That was one of my favorite jokes that I wrote for stand up. What was the joke? Well, I have to curse in it. So you ready for that? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You guys ready for this? I think the joke was like, um, when I was growing it. up. Yeah, oh, that's true. I had to I had to bleep the Pointer Brothers up. It felt really weird. I'm not even going to get into the process of talking about how long it took me to bleep that and figure out how to bleep it because I'm socially inept. Socially. I don't know what that is. Technologically inept. Social. I am also socially inept. Um, but the true. joke is... Um, when I was a kid, my grandma used to tell me, and you don't, you don't curse, Nana, if you will, uh, because it makes you seem uneducated. And I said, what the fuck do you mean? That was it. Did pretty well, though. <laughs> it was a little bit longer. I think it's in my notes, guys. Come on. <laughs> what it's a are really you doing? good joke. Crushing? Huh? <laughs> crushing? Uh, uh, crushing? Um, well, I want to move on. Bro. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I want to go back to that joke in a second, because um, it really... It took me a second to process. I'm going to put in canned laughter for that. I'm going to try to go this whole episode without cussing. I really am. Okay. Because I, I want to I wanna get off of it. I, I, I Get off the the profanity train? Off your profanity. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because I... Man, I was talking to somebody the other day, and this person, like, never swears, right? I was fucking talking to someone who wasn't <laughs> no, fucking swearing. No, dude, we're not doing that. Oh, yeah. This is a clean family podcast. Right, that's right. And I swear a lot. And I realized that when 
the other person's not swearing, it kind of makes you be like, I don't want to swear. But when you start swearing at me, I start swearing at you back, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that I do it because I try to emphasize my point. It's more of like a, you know, I'm so angry, you know? And I can't believe you didn't just curse just now. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I, I'm trying to not do it, but wow. I, I don't think you need to sometimes. I think sometimes it just comes across as like, Uneducated. I think you're right. Sure. I think sometimes you need to. I think Certainly. if it's well, the, the problem is if it's if it's a densely populated by curse words. I mean, then you're just yeah, you're then fucking you... shitting all over the place, and that shit's <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> but count, I mean, come on, you have to have some experience in cursing to let something flow like that. You I know, just, when you first started cursing, yeah, and you were like, what "I'm saying I don't want to sound like a 13 year old boy." Dude, that's like Cedric the oh, Entertainer, balls and <laughs> shitting balls. You know, like and you're just saying things just to say it. This uh, dumbass rock, that video that <laughs> yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bit Say that's... the whole thing. Yeah, I did. Um, the Cedric, Cedric, <laughs> <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer talks about his kid, like, learning to curse, and they were like... Uh, someone reported him at the school, or, like, another kid, he cursed at him, something happened, but he was like... The, the, the curse word he was accused of saying was shit damn. He's like, <laughs> even make I never would have said shit damn. That didn't come from me, obviously. <laughs> He's a black comedian, so he's like, uh, he learned to curse from white people. It's a really funny bit. But he, he, uh, I love him. He started with shit damn. And I, I think I lost my, my shit damn for quite some time. I think I was saying something. Oh, oh, I was going to say, I mean, you watch somebody like Nate Bargatze, right? That, that doesn't I, swear. I didn't even note that until you pointed it out. That's what I'm saying is it's yeah. kind of like you sit there and you just go, man, he's really good at this and doesn't use it. Yeah. Bill know? Cosby's punching the air right now. I think for probably a lot of reasons. A lot of reasons, yeah. Um, well, I don't really think, think in there. the first solo episode we do, we should talk about Bill Cosby. <laughs> I feel like that's a great... Five, five in at we least. We could talk about Bill Cosby for some time. There's uh, there's not a lot to talk about, though, is there? He hasn't done much in the recent... So I wanted to talk about my, uh, my, my car problems that I've had recently. Dude, I've just I been can't going believe through it. It's a saga. It, it, I, well, you know, everything comes in threes, I guess. Um, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I am watching 1883 right now, so I got a lot of Yellowstone voice coming out. Um, I missed a tape for that. Oh, maybe it was 1823. How many of those have they done? I don't know. 1923 is what you're thinking. Of. Well, I went out for 1923, and you missed it. I didn't go out from 1923 because I missed it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it didn't do well at all. So thank With God Harrison you didn't Ford. do that. Um. Anyway, to explain my car drama is everybody knows I got into this car accident. And that was traumatic enough as it was. No big deal. Well, massive deal. But, like, that's <laughs> over. I'm in a rental car. You're not wearing the cast? I know. This is my first episode. Wow. Wearing hands. <laughs> I'm, I'm only wearing my hands I'm only today. wearing my hand masks. Um, but kids can't see it up close. So you can take them off. Yeah, for, for our audio listeners, I was pinching the air. <laughs> um, I, I was driving this rental car for, like, what, a month, month and a half, something like that. Uh, and the yeah. day that was I go to that get... long? A, yeah. The day that I go get to like get a new car, I'm going to return the rental car, uh, and I'm driving on the freeway, just living my life, and out of nowhere, uh, a rock pops up and uh, <laughs> just cracks the whole windshield. And I, I literally called my dad, and I just was laughing. I was just like, there's just no way this is happening. You know, this is just so classic. So then I had to wait to return the rental car and go get the window fixed the next day. And they had to fill it, do all these things, and then I finally returned it, right? Whatever. 
So I get a new car. Mike, pointer brother, and I go to uh, to the gym. I think we can all agree for anybody who lives in Los Angeles, the Studio City, like Air One, Equinox, Takaya, that Sportsman parking lot, Lodge the Sportsman Lodge area, is the worst parking lot in California. It is <laughs> miserable. And so we spend 40 minutes trying to find a spot there. But that's where we go to the gym, right? So it's like, you got to park there. It's not like Tori you can just go, go ah, like, I don't want to go to Takaya. Like, you can leave. Everyone this in the world. This is such an L.A. loser conversation that I'm having right <laughs> Went now. Went to Takaya, then I walked down <laughs> yeah. uh, past I the... I was on Ventura, and then I turned right on Woodman. Um, ugh, God. Anyway. Where was I? Uh, the worst parking lot in yeah, the Yeah, so we go to the gym. It's fine. Angeles. We got some food. We're walking to the car. We were going to meet you. We were all going to toss some beer dye, right? So we were all having a nice Saturday. We were going to watch some football, toss some beer dye, walk into the car. I've had my brand new car for four days. And as Mike and I are walking up, we're both just like, what the bleep is that? There was a monkey sitting on the (laughs) back of the car. I'm like, there's no way in Studio City there is an elephant sitting (laughs) on the trunk of my car. Um, that's the dumbest joke. That's I've ever really made. awful. I was trying to think of something. Did you find that funny? <laughs> uh, um, I got a, he got a big yeah, kick yeah. out of that. The, somebody, somebody, some loser who lives in Studio City, and I hope you watch this podcast. Dennis, can you bring it in for a second? I want you to know you're a terrible human. You're a low life, and nobody respects you. This guy or girl backed up. Hit my car. I assume this is how it went down, and then just drove off. Who does that? Well, someone who doesn't want to leave a note. I, I'm like, dude, that's unbelievable, you know. And so they scraped the whole trunk of it. Four days. I've had this. Wait, so was car. it like a side scrape, or was it like yeah, yeah, they yeah. backed into it and dented it? Looked it looked like. Well, and this is the funny part of the story. This was funny to Mike and I. Apparently, it was not funny to anybody else. Oh, that was pretty funny. It. Was a guy walked by like while we're examining it, like, oh, my God, who did this? And a guy walks by and he was like, oh, no, did somebody hit your car? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't know what happened. He was like, Uh, yeah, dude, you see that giant blob (laughs) of white paint on the back of my car? He goes, "Uh, it kind of looks like somebody um, backed out from that spot and maybe turned and accidentally hit your car. And I'm like, yeah, weird, right? And he goes, (laughs) and it kind of looks like it might have been a white car because there's a lot of white paint on it. And I'm like, sure okay, does. Okay, detective. What's uh, yeah. what else? So he walks away, and I turn to Mike, and Mike goes, "I mean, did he hit the car?" <laughs> and so then we like, you know, did a bit of it, this made me less mad because we were just kind of messing around, going like, uh, "Oh, I bet like that guy feels really bad about <laughs> yeah. it. He just is probably having a tough time financially, and so he didn't want to leave a note." But and it definitely was an accident. It wasn't on purpose. You know, you know, he's a good guy. But he you know, he's a, he, dude, he's a good guy. Like, he's got good morals and everything. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I would let it go if I were you. <laughs> like, I, no, there's no cameras in this parking lot. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even look about it at all. <laughs> but yeah, so then I ended up, my dad and I got my car fixed and it's fine. But I just. Oh, it's fixed now? Yeah. But I just don't know who does that, man. I just couldn't live. Could you live with that? Could you hit somebody's <sighs> car and then leave? Look, man, I. Oh, you're a worse person than I thought. You were. Uh, here's the thing: I think I would leave a note and give my number, yeah. but um, 
yeah, I pay a lot of money in insurance because I've made a lot of mistakes. So at this point in my life, I would leave the note, but I wouldn't say, hey, here's my name. Here's my insurance card. I would say if that was the case and you didn't want your insurance to go up, it was not a big deal to fix. I would just say, hey, like, let's just handle this. You and I let yeah. me know how much it costs. How much was it? Uh, we honestly fixed it on our own. We oh, were really? able to buff most of it out and then just like some paint. My dad's a car weirdo. Paint? You painted it? He has... It's, it's oh, like steep. the gloss? Yeah, he's got that stuff. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I think it excited him to go be able to fix a bumper. I'll tell you this. I when I when The first day I was moving into my last apartment, I, I don't know what I had done the night before, but I didn't get any sleep. But I had to get everything either in the apartment that day or out of the other apartment, whatever. I was on, I had, on a deadline and... Someone. What was the article? Huh? What was the article? You said you were on deadline. I feel less bad. Can we cut to our guest? <laughs> what did you think of that? Um, but I, God, I was very high energy. I'd had like six coffees that morning. Pause. <laughs> the screens just blew up, dude. Did you not see that? No. Sorry, I sneezed and uh, you blew up. The I, TV. Yeah, I blew up the TV. I exploded all the cameras and it cut. Anyway, I was super caffeinated. I had probably like six coffees or something that morning just to keep me awake and motivated. And I was so jittery that I was when I was backing my car um, out of one of the guest spots, like to move stuff in. I like barely hit a truck with uh, like my back bumper of my when I had that Beamer. And I got out and I was like, of course. I was like, I, I have literally no time today and I have to deal with this now. But I got out and the truck was totally fine. Like where mm -hmm. I had hit the truck, there was not a single debt. But I had damage to my piece of crap plastic bumper. And I was like, all right, whatever, I'm just going to move on. So I didn't leave a note. But there was a time where I hit someone in a parking lot and it like left a small dent. Didn't like no paint transfer. Paint transfer. And I left a note. Actually, I didn't hit him. Uh, I think it was my ex. Did they reach out to they you? They never reached out. No. But I left the note. Just in case. You know? I, I think most people don't. If, if it's not, like, noticeable, most people don't want to deal with it. I'm not going to do it. No. You know? but I, like, that truck situation, I was like, all right, this guy, there's not even a scratch. Yeah. So unless someone in the building, like, has a camera or something, they come find me, I'll say, like, all right, great. Well, I didn't see anything, so I didn't leave a note. But, no, I mean, if, if you leave damage, at least try to sort it out. Here's the thing. Give me your number, and they say, well... Uh, we don't, I don't want to go through insurance and they come back and they say, well, actually it's $10,000 to fix my car and you go, right. oh, what? And then you ghost them, you block their number and then it's over with. Now, if they're a reasonable person, you say like, oh, it's $500 in damage, whatever. And you like have to work something out. Great. I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. But you never know what you're going to run into. You also could have been like, you have a nice car. What if you had come back and been like, oh, it's a uh, $15,000 to fix it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I get that. But also... Be the good Samaritan. Take the chance. If it's other, if it's on you to say something like that, then it's on you. You know. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like, dude, it's not like you didn't feel it. Like it, you saw it. I mean, no. it's like you wedged your car into it. If you so. didn't, if they didn't back into you and they sideswiped, if they didn't feel it, they heard it. Oh, you certainly. Know? The same thing happened to Mika's car. Someone like there was a big jeep parked super close, and I was like, God, that's really. They're gonna have a tough time getting out, and they turned too early. Yeah, and just, getting out of the spot, and their tire just dragged across yeah. the side of the car. Yeah. It didn't like take up any paint, but it like dented the whole side. Do. I don't either. Uh, just, most what? people suck at driving too. Well, 
for a lot of reasons. Are you going to return we'll some emails real quick? Yeah, I got to. Do you have something that you want to? <clears throat> no, you do. Why don't you have any tattoos? Why don't I have any tattoos? Yeah, what would make you get a tattoo? Well, you technically... I technically have a tattoo. You have one tattoo. I have one tattoo. I would get another tattoo. You have a smiley face on your inner thigh. On my thigh. Not my inner thigh. It's not like a <laughs> right sensual... Next to your sack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a small sack tattoo. <laughs> and you have a s- small tattoo of a oh, sack. On my, on my sack. Um, it's like an outline. Well, I've, I've always felt like... Uh, it just makes hair and makeup's job a little more difficult on a set. Um, sometimes if you, I've seen so many people have to get their tattoos covered, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was always kind of a reason. But more than anything is I've always felt like, I, A, I don't feel like I have the vibe or like the physical appearance for tattoos. Some people can really pull off tattoos. I don't feel like I have like that look, yeah. you know? And then I felt like if I did like it today... I probably wouldn't like it in 20 years was always kind of my thought. I'm not against tattoos by any means. I think it's cool. I also kind of felt like everybody's reason was always like, so this is something issue. meaningful to me. You have what? a commitment issue. Oh, certainly. But um, <laughs> people are always like, this is something really meaningful to me. So I got it tattooed. I don't feel like there's anything that that's meaning, meaningful to me. <sighs> you can get a, a golf club tattooed to your forehead. I think that would really yep. rein people's interest in. You know? Sure could. Definitely would get a lot of work after that. You definitely would get. Oh, they can cover it with you makeup. You know, some people teardrops. I just have like a putter. <laughs> just, just drops that lead to a putter. <laughs> just golf balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty cool tattoo idea. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't, it's never. I, I think I get like the family member thing, and I think I get like the significant other kids, you know. Sure. That yeah, type yeah. of deal. Um, honor someone when they've passed away, but I don't think I would do like, I've heard a lot of people say, well, if, once I get one, I think I want 30, you yeah, know, I don't get that. I don't think I would do that either. I think I like the idea of like a cool, oh, this is, you know, this phrase means this, whatever. I just, I really have to say like, oh, this means the same thing to me now that it's that I'm with you. It also, has to mean the same thing in yeah, 20, 30 years. I, I, this could be controversial, but I feel as if sometimes people get a tattoo and they're like, this is really meaningful to me. Mm. And I'm like, I think you just wanted to get a tattoo. Totally. Which is fine. But just say you wanted to get a tattoo. Don't try to tell me that, uh, you know, Kellogg's be, be, cereal. Be your own snowflake is like that important. <laughs> that is pretty to you. profound. Yeah, <laughs> Kellogg's cereal. I think I'm going to get stretch marks tattooed. You want to get the word? stretch mark (laughs) i'm gonna get get the word stretch mark tattooed across where my stretch marks no i meant like i'm gonna get it where they would be you know like just you want stretch marks or wrinkles you know you're such an annoying person because you're so thin and always have been so thin that you have to get Get stretch stretch mark tattoos oh my god that's horrible no i have it from when i've you know i've done my my squats my butt workouts so you got them on your like stomach? This. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I got the stretch marks on my stomach. <laughs> yeah, dude. This guy's no, legs are so jacked. His stomach is stretched. Um, no, but I, I don't know, man. I don't, the, the tattoo thing, though, I do feel like with acting, it just makes things a little more difficult. Yeah. Someone told me the other day, they were like, oh, you should get this tattoo. And then like, it's fine. They can just cover it up with makeup. Don't even worry about it. I just thought like, maybe, maybe I would do it. But why, if it's not something that I'm, like super passionate about. If it's not something that I really can get behind, why would I 
Why would I just do it like on a whim of like, oh, I, that's that's all right. I might do that. I have three pretty uh, pretty arbitrary questions for you. Arbitrary, El- elementary, if you will. Um, okay. Not not great questions. I have a really good one too. Are we just trading blows here? Yeah, you're gonna have to answer it too. If you were given ten million dollars right now, what would you spend it on? I'm just gonna say something so boring. Yep, that's what I expected from these. Let yeah. me just rifle the other two off because they blow. <laughs> what? I mean, property. I just spent it on property. I mean, <laughs> yep. if you have $10 million. Sweet. Yeah. Nice answer, cool. dude. And what, you? Property? Yeah. Yeah. A house? Yep. Maybe a car. Uh, what's the best gift you've A $1 million you've house and $9 million car. <laughs> received. Best gift? Well, I don't know. I'm about to receive it. We still have not gotten our gifts or not given our gifts to each other. Ironically enough, my gift for him comes in, should be coming in any second. Ironically, Bradley told me a price range, so I spent more on Bradley than I spent on anyone in my family this year. That Can I, I ask you, to. how much did you spend? <sighs> Probably $400. Yeah, me too. Oh, God damn it. Oh, I cursed. I am, I'm doing Satan, good, heathen. Huh? I'm doing pretty good. I haven't sworn. Hey, you are. All right, last of these awful questions. Uh, <laughs> God Okay, I feel like we worked so hard to get here, <laughs> Dude, and you're asking me this one is when you want no, I mean, yeah, left this hand one, or your right hand. Yeah, this is that. This is up there with what I just said. Yeah, great. Would you rather speak in every language or speak to animals? Mm. That's a good question. That is a good question. You know why that's a good question? Because you're you have access to the entire world, or you can just impress people daily. Start speaking squirrel, and people are like, "Did you just tell that you squirrel to go get something?" Speaking squirrel. <laughs> um, my question to that would be: the, My question to the squirrel would do, be: Do animals all speak the same that? language? Because it says you can speak to animals, or do I also have the knowledge of every language that animals speak? I think it's the knowledge that every animal speaks. So not only do I speak cheetah, language I speak wise. giraffe. Yes, I think it's every language that every animal speaks because here's the problem. If they were able to communicate now, I mean, this is, we're talking Planet of the Apes, man. They would. So you're telling me that. uh, I'm telling you that chipmunks and squirrels would figure out how to get into your home. Then they would recruit your cats, your dogs. Yeah, but they don't speak the same language. That's what you just said. No, no, but if they did. So they have to learn each other's languages? Yes. How many. Dude, how many rats do you know that speak elephant elephant Swahili? <laughs> I like the idea too that's, that you could speak to like one elephant, but the other elephant has like a <laughs> yeah, different <it's> dialect. <laughs> oh no, I don't speak to that. Yeah, we we moved continents years ago, and yeah, no the the African elephants and the Asian elephants totally different language, man. Oh my god, a dude! I met a bit. camel the other day that was talking in Farsi, and it just was so... <laughs> no. I and I only know Moroccan camels. I just can't. I can't do the Farsi anymore. It's been so long since I <laughs> since I was doing my ancestors. You know, what a dumb bit. I, what's next? Fucking fuck, <laughs> dude! I spiked them. Up. I'm so sorry. Those questions are so bad that it brought out <laughs> anger in you. Um. Oh, I have a question for you. This is why we're. This is why we wanted to do a solo. <laughs> What was so funny as you could see is it took him a while to cut to it. It was just just on you going. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Um, 
Do you think... I was thinking about this a couple weeks ago. I don't really think very often. I know. I've spoken to you a lot. Well, we're speaking now. And Spork is spoken. <laughs> uh, do you think that that guys uh, fall in love with girls harder than girls fall in love with guys? Um, um, hmm. I, I'd say when breakups happen, what I still believe is that unless the relationship has been deteriorating for long enough that both parties are, you know, outside of the relationship, if it's very sudden for the two of them, I think guys often play off the end of a relationship and girls tend to deal with things a lot sooner and move on faster. Um, from what I've seen, that's not necessarily true for all people, but that seems to be a, a way that men deal with things. Um, I do think that once they come back around, guys realize what they had um, before it was gone. And then um, they probably have more love than they did towards the end of their relationship or right after they broke up. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if they love harder throughout. Uh, I, I guess it depends on the the man and the relationship. What do you think? There's definitely a lot more to that, but. I'll be honest with you. That got a lot deeper than I expected you to. I kind of was expecting you to be like, nah, I don't know, I guess. Nah, I don't know. That was a great answer. That was a really good answer. Guys um, are fucking around. I guess what I got kind of meant to, can you please stop swearing? It's <laughs> making me uncomfortable. I don't do that anymore. I never have done that. I'm the like past. the guy who's like doing dry January and is like, no, I don't drink. I'm not drinking this month. It's like, shut up, You guys up, have fun, dude. but uh, I'm not drinking. <laughs> you're still out and you're still fat. <laughs> um I didn't call anybody fat, just throwing it out there quoting Benchwarmers. Bench Fantastic Warmers. movie. Go watch it. Don't watch it. Probably don't. No. Um my my thought is what well, well, I guess my question re really was more like uh I don't know if you just heard my mixtape come out when I said really really. Uh my my question is was more about like in the beginning stages, I guess. Do you think that like guys uh are more excited or like and maybe maybe this is a me thing but like i feel like guys project like they see more future if like if they really like a girl mm -hmm. i feel like they kind of are more like oh my god i gotta make this work more than girls are you know because i feel like girls kind of control the situation of like is this gonna happen or is it not right mm -hmm. and i think that they dictate it more than a guy does. If a guy's like really into a girl and is like, I just I hope this works out. You know what I mean? So I think in that sense, I feel like they fall a little harder because they're more like, ah, I, I want this to work. You know? Yeah. I'll, I'll, um, I'll add this to what you said. There's a song called, um, I think it's called let me love you or let me I in your life this from another podcast. What? I stole this topic from another podcast. Did you really? On the topic, yeah. Oh wow, that's that's cheating. It's illegal. That's copyright infringement. Um, Bill Withers, there's a song that he uh, has an intro to on his one of his live albums, and he talks about the song being about once you're What's dating into your. I think it's "Let Me in Your Life" or "Let Me Love You." Or I think "Let Me Love You" is, is a Mario. Neos. Oh Mario, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> great song, by there the way. There it is, dude. That's the song. Oh, it can't do that for more than ten seconds because then you. Dude, that was half a second. No, no, no. But Keep once going. they, once Just I actually sang it, and I'm, thing, uh, 
he talks about when you're dating someone like towards your late 20s or 30s and they've been in a lot of relationships um a lot of guys in that situation will will you know, approach a woman and uh trying to get into a relationship saying like oh i'm not going to i'm not going to wrong you like just trust me like we can go forward in this relationship um with with lots of trust and and you know no barriers and i think after women get to like 28 or 30 he just suggested that like there's a lot of men who have said the same thing and broken their trust for 10 years 15 years however long they've been you know engaged in relationships with other people and i think that you know being on the the man, man side of it you, you you don't experience um your trust being broken in that way so many times by so many people like i think that's subjective hmm? i think that's subjective um that's true yeah i i would say more like you know guys trying to get in someone's pants after uh, X amount of time and saying like, no, 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 I'm, I'm serious. Like I'm taking this super seriously. Yeah. I, I and can then, see that part, I guess. Um, yeah. But so like, if you're trying to get close to someone and other guys have done that by saying, oh, like, no, I just want to get close to you. It's not physical at all. And then it is just physical and it's, you know, repeated situations like that. I think maybe that's my, my example is like, you know, maybe it then it's, that's the reason women have uh, their guard up for the first few months or maybe the first year of seeing someone maybe they just need a lot more time to really trust someone after they check off their list and guys are ready to jump in right away because they build that future in their head um but i feel like that's also it may, may, might be more exclusive to you because that, that is something that you want you know mm. especially there's a lot of guys in their 20s that are not looking to settle down there's a lot of guys in their 20s that are already married you know yeah isn't that crazy do you have like friends who are married or having kids right now oh yeah isn't that weird yeah it's Still, like super common yeah, I'm Facebook friends with like some of my fourth grade classmates from Indiana, and they're all married and yeah. going to church every yeah, Sunday. Yeah, it's funny because like growing up, I never thought that my sisters were a lot older than me. Like I always felt like we were equal, I guess, you know, and like, I always knew they were my older sisters, obviously, but now two of them have Now you're children. so much better than them. Yeah, and I'm just a better person, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just much more well-rounded, yeah, you know, honestly, as an individual. One of my sisters has three kids now, you know, and like, I don't, growing up, I always thought she was just like my friend, you know, like, mm -hmm. and now I'm like, damn, dude, she's married with three kids. I'm like, where, how long until I do that, you know? Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. It's also like going... Different life. You know, my, my brothers and sisters have, my brother, brothers, um... All of your brothers. All of my brothers, all one of my brothers, um... They all have careers in a totally different field. And every time I see them, I'm like, you got to move to LA. You got to come near me. And it's just so out of the realm of what they have planned for their life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a different life path that people experience. What a weird solo episode that we're doing right now. I might start bawling. I know. I just feel like I'm falling behind. I want to get married and have little kiddos. I could do, do that you, right now. I could probably have a kid in the next five years. I want to have a kid in the next five years. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd like to be married in the next like two or three years and then have kids in probably like five years. I'd like to have like a hundred million dollars tomorrow if that's cool too. Yeah. I mean, that one would be ideal. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I feel like it's interesting because I my, my sister just had kids, right? She just had two little babies, twins. 
And I was was holding one the other day for like 45 minutes. And she like also, this, upside down. Yeah, I just was holding like Achilles heel. Like <laughs> I was dipping it dipping. in the, um, <laughs> the river of sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so anyway, uh, I, I was holding the kid for like 45 minutes, hour. And, and she's the sweetest little baby. They're so small, right? And it's funny because that same sister, she already has a three-year-old. Mm. And when her three-year-old was born, I was horrified of holding a newborn. You know, because they're so tiny and it's like, uh, no, get away from me. And then they start crying and I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. But this one, when she started crying and it was, I was like holding her, I just yeah, I threw her across the room. <laughs> I was and it her and I just yanked all her. my problems. And I, I thought, all my I anger, all my, my guilt, my shame just solved right there. I, thought, I just threw the baby across the room. I could be a parent right now. Um, <laughs> no, but I was, I was holding her and I was like actually taking care of her. And I thought like, oh man, like I, yeah, I could do this. Like I, I'm like not ready to do that right now, but I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm almost there. You yeah. Know? And it, it, it's just, it was weird to think the difference between when I held her other kid three years ago, I was like, Ugh. and I'm like how it changed so much over the last like three years. I guess I've grown also over the last three years. It's also like, there's never a right five, time. Five. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's never a right time to be a parent. I think there's a better time, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's ever like, oh, this is the perfect time because something's always going to come up. Something's always going to happen. It's like <laughs> there's not really a right time to do something. It's just the right time to take a chance. I guess our industry just kind of scares me. I always get yeah. scared. Like I get scared of the idea that my my wife and my kids are going to have to deal with this job that's so inconsistent and so it's just a roller coaster ride, you know, of you're working one day and you're making good money. And then a couple of years go by and you're like, Oh, I, I haven't really worked, you know? And like, that's just for everybody in this industry. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes for everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Like I watched this, uh, Jason Bateman won an award and he went up on stage and was like, you know, this is really, it's reassuring, you know, because there was a lot of years where I, I wasn't getting any work and I wanted to be working a lot. And yeah. You know, that's all I can think about when I get this award is is those times, right? I'm butchering that quote, but that's what I was thinking is like, God, it just like that part of it scares me. That idea that it's like, I feel like when you have a wife and you have kids as like, just naturally as a guy, as like a provider, you want to take care of people, you want to know that you have stability. And I feel like that would be the only reason for me that I'm like, I, I want to, like the right time thing that you're talking about. I feel like the right time for me would be when I know I have stability. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, but it's also not ever really guaranteed by the industry. Yeah. So, you But know. I mean, I guess anybody could get fired at any point in any day. Totally. And you it's know? also the same thing, like, you, uh, the, I guess it's not the same thing, but you got to think about if you're having a an actual nine to five, you, you get a month off a year, probably, mm-hmm. in total. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the rest of your, your days off, you get like two days a week, whatever yeah. it is, one day a week. That's, that's, that's time you're spending away from your kid anyway. Yeah. So in our position, I think now really is the best time. It'd be tough to support a kid, certainly. But I think if you have, you know, months out of the year that you get to spend with a, a newborn child, that not a lot of people get that. You yeah, get also, three months in maternity leave or you yeah. get two months or whatever. You get a month being a dad or something like that yeah. and then right back to work. I've always thought too is like I would love to get to the point when I, hopefully when I'm working and you got to travel to, you know, New York to Yugoslavia. go film for yeah, 
you got to travel to talk to all those animals that you now have <laughs> those, their language. Those Swahili um, elephants. But I've always like been excited over the idea that when I travel to go film a movie or film a show, whatever it is, bringing your wife and kids with you, you know, mm-hmm. and having them stay with you while you're there. And because I remember like when we did uh, the Good Luck Charlie movie, like Lee, her husband came and uh, stayed there and then both her kids were with her like and they had like a, a place, you know, and I just thought that was so cool because they got to just she got to go to work, come home in a new state and just mm-hmm. be with her family, you know. And like she got to kind of the best of both worlds of being able to work and be a working actor filming in a, in a different state and then coming home and just being a mom, you know? And that's always been like the appeal to me is be, being a mom. Being a mom. I just, I just really so am excited. into the idea of being a mom. Um, yeah. I, I I think that's also an ideal scenario. I think if you're given the opportunity to work for five months yeah, and it's like, all right, well, my, my kid and my wife can probably be here for two months three months yeah i think you'll take that you know over like oh i can't see them at all Mm -hmm. right it would be nice if you could have someone also you're you're talking about like you're able to support your wife and kids without you know without her working after maternity leave and yeah um i don't know i guess i'm in a different spot i'm also dating mika and she really wants to keep going until she's comfortable and then you know settle down yeah uh but that's another thing you gotta have your I think I think it's different if you have two working parents who wanna have their own lives and careers. It's really difficult difficult, it's really tough. I said toughicult. Difficult. It and is tough. pretty toughicult. It really I was is thinking about that earlier actually. To, to balance tough-cult. that work life, especially with having kids and yeah. you both want a career. Twenties are a weird time, man. I know. It really is. It's a weird time too, because like you dude, I was at the gym the other day and these like 17, 16, 17 year old boys walked in and they were, you know, being annoying. And they had their wives with them and their kids. No, dude, what's up with this? Like, I'm gonna sound like a crotchety. Wow, yeah, I was just about to say, you're gonna sound so old. Just these like 17 year old boys going to the gym and like slides and uh, pajama pants and like a tight, like wife beater. It's like strange look, dude. It's like a very strange thing. Are they jacked? Some of them, I guess. I don't know. I mean, well, still, it's more of like that's the, working out. Dude, just go in a shirt and some shorts and just work out. You know, it's like it's not that hard. Anyway, conform uh, to my standards. Yeah, yeah, but so these kids walk in, and I thought like, you I, will I, never have a wife and kids. <laughs> yeah, wearing that outfit. <laughs> Try me. Um, I, I thought like, dude. Well, I remember. You know, you, you, me, and Austin being 16 years old and just farting around Los Angeles and just doing the stupidest stuff. But that feels like if you would have told me that was a year ago, I'd be like, no, yeah, for sure, totally. But that was almost 10 years ago now. And then so I like I, I was looking at these kids and I'm like, oh my god, I have nothing in common with you. No. We are so far apart in life. We are so far away from each other in any sort of timeline. And I used to look at 25 years old as like, oh, you're an adult. You're pretty close to generationally separated from those people. Yeah. And then that's like the halfway point, 10 years, if you're 10 years older. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it just, it was bizarre. It was bizarre to just be like, oh man, that's, that time has flown by. You ever seen those things where it's like, if you could go back to being 16 years old, but you, you know. You have all of this life experience. It was just all a, a dream or 
Yeah. We we're kind of talking gone. about this in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, whatever you said. Um, would you do it? Would you go back? Would you reset at 16 knowing everything you know now? Or mm. would you rather go ahead 20 years with $50 million? Oh. Or something like that. Go ahead 20 years and I get $50 million, so I'm 45 years old. Yep. Or I got to wake up at 16 and just feel the way I am. Yep. Mm. I don't know, dude. I, w- I would be so sad to miss out on, like, you know, your wedding. You're the firstborn kid. Yep. Right? Like that. All that. $50 million, I don't think, was, is worth it at all. I also don't think it's worth it to go back because what do you, I mean, I think then it's like scaring yourself. You're like, oh, I know all this. Now I, know I have to do Now I have things. to do these things, yeah. And also think about all the beautiful memories that you have. Like think about the best times of your life. If you're trying to just duplicate those, it wouldn't feel as authentic. Some of the, the stupidest, funniest things that you've done in your life, if you erased all that and you were like, oh, I need to do that again because I loved those moments. Yeah. Or any relationship that even if it didn't work out, it's like, well, dude, you can't go back and get rid of that because it kind of made you who you are. Yeah, that's kind of the way I look at it. If, if you have... 10 years of life experience, especially in like, I feel like I remember so much more of my 20s and late teens than I do of, I have very few memories of being younger than 10. Do you remember a lot? No, but you and I were also in a weird spot. Like even around 10 years old, just working as much as we were, it was very systematic, you know? Yeah, you're not doing anything that's changing a lot. No, it's not going to school and doing something different. It's like we were just on set. How, how much do you like seeing me in this hat? You remember me in this hat? Because I feel like I've worn it four times on this podcast. On this podcast? I I think that's like all you wear. Yeah. I'm just going to start wearing the same outfit. Hey, Dennis, can you turn that off? I think he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> not not the episode. Can you turn the timer off? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. He's just over there live switching. You just, you just passed yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it was a good episode, guys. Oh, my a good God. One. How are you cutting to my coverage so I, well? Thank God you guys opened up this time around. That was awesome. Hey, I'm going to do a massive uh, jump switch uh, to, you know, everyone's talking about Josh Wine right now. Have you seen those memes or no? No. No. Okay. You're as in like, I forgot. Yeah. The, like as a in, bottle of wine? Yes. Josh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, like fine. It's nothing yeah. They're crazy. making like t-shirts about it and memes and Why? shit. I don't know. It's not even that good of wine. It's not. But then there's like, it's all enough people are talking about it now yeah, that I saw an article the other day. Though, huh? we, we should get them to sponsor. Oh yeah, yeah. We love that's Josh actually, wine. That's what I'm drinking right now. Yeah, that's in the water bottle. He just cl- he clarified his wine. You just can't see it. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, we pushed the water bottle to the guests over there. Um, okay, well, I guess I'm the only one that saw that because I'm a 17 year old um, who drinks Josh wine. I don't care about the playoffs at all for NFL. I'm just I'm just what jumping just and jumping. Blah, blah, blah. What's going on? I know you're, your dad's a 49ers fan, but I really don't care about um, watching this playoffs at all. I feel like it's been that way for years because I got no, I have no stakes in it. Once the Colts are out, do you even follow football anymore since you're an expat? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. Yeah, yeah, I love football. An expat? Yeah, yeah, I love football. I will always watch football. Yeah, I'll watch it. I just don't have any, you know, it's not exciting for me. Um... I think this was a good 10th episode. Wow. We're going to end it there? On your conversation about bats? Yeah. Expats? Yeah. Oh, you know, we could go to a question. And we did just post the Pointer Brothers video fairly recently. That's true. 
so we could go uh, snag a question. So this episode's going to come out on Monday. It is. I like What's that coming? so much better. I like knowing that this we're doing this and this is going to, like I can say something that happened to me today and these people know that it happened five days ago. Okay, well, something. that's not how life works out all the time, is it? We can't predict that that's going to happen every single time, can we? I'm not really sure where this energy and heat is coming from, but... Excuse me. Yes? You going to ask a question? No. This is generally where we lose our viewership. Yeah, I know. That's why we're going to keep me here with this super awesome question that no one asked in Mm. the new episode. Oh, here here we go. Oh, my God. What are the odds? This is the first question from Panic at the Fallen Disco. Maybe that's uh, Fallout Boy, Panic at the Disco reference. This is a random question, but I thought it might be interesting to answer. Can you guys speak foreign languages? And if not, would you consider learning some? I speak Farsi to camels. (laughs) Um, uh, No, I can't. I actually can't speak any other languages. I really wish I could. I took three years years of Spanish. Spanish. Four? Uh, Dude, I took three years of Spanish in high school and then three semesters of Spanish in college. And I could not tell you a sentence. It just did not work in my brain, and I really wish it did, because I, I think I said it the other day on a podcast, like, I think it's the most impressive thing. You're Super literally train, training your brain to think completely differently. It's possible to do it in a well, as an adult. It's possible. it's possible, but it's also so much easier to do it as a kid. If you mm-hmm. learn if you learn a language from your parents like are infancy or like two or five, yeah, if your parents are bilingual and they teach you even like... Even if you wait five years, even if you're like, all right, I'm going to teach my kid Spanish at five, but we're not going to try to like integrate anything until they're five years old because I'm bilingual, but you know, I want to give them a chance to form a language, get really comfortable with it and then start learning it. They can still pick up the language in like two years and be fluent. Yeah. And And totally understand it. Yeah. I kind of wish I had, I wish I would have like had that because I think it'd be cool. I think it's cool when people just like flip on a different language rosetta stone man duolingo i just it just doesn't work in my brain and you can download duolingo on an airplane i love her music (laughs) the (laughs) duo she's such a fantastic artist that duolingo Duolingo. (laughs) you can download lessons on the airplane hey sponsor us Duolingo. (laughs) i actually have heard uh podcast sponsorships with uh duolingo oh Oh, you know what I was going to say? I, that I, Dude, uh, the most amazing thing happened to Jake and I this past week when we were in Oregon. Most um, amazing. It, dude, this never happens. I don't even want to say this trick. I, obviously, other people use it, but I don't want more people to start using it. Is when you book a flight and you're two people, you book the aisle and the window seat. Because then you just hope that somebody's like, well, I don't want to sit in between those people, so I'm going to go somewhere else, right? On both our flight there and back, we had nobody in the middle seat. I can't believe you didn't know about that. What? No, I, I've used that for years. I'm saying I don't want more people to start doing that. Oh, yeah. certainly there's people out there who don't do it. What, you're just saying it's so amazing that we got lucky enough? It that just no never one... happens. I feel like you still try that trick, and then you're always uh, no. like, oh, we'll switch seats because we're together, so it's fine. But What's better is flying the worst... Worst the airline, worst. the weirdest airline in existence, Southwest. Go ahead and don't sponsor us. Um, or change my I mind. I don't think they sponsor us. They don't. Um, please. Just, just I'll do anything at this point. Uh, they Imagine that's our first sponsorship, Spirit <laughs> Airlines. <laughs> Dude, I'd that's fly That's what this Spirit. podcast is. 
I'd fly Spirit. Just fly like Spirit to like Phoenix or you know Colorado. Just to anyway, uh, you have to get in line or like you know book your tickets, check in for your flight, and a, a day before. And if you don't check in at a certain time, you get like all the way to the yeah, end of the line. Yeah, yeah. There's times where Mika and I've been all the way at the end, but we still like get a whole row, and there's still a middle seat available. There's times where we've gotten in like first on the plane, and we'll go all the way to the back, and then somehow someone will still sit in the middle between us. But those fights, when you get a middle seat and the the seats are right up on your knees like that, it's the most amazing feeling yeah, in the world. Yeah, it's like it's, it's literal gold. Those airplanes just never happens. No, they smell like fart. The, those airplanes all have <laughs> such a farty smell to them. Like Airports ma- uh, genuinely make me. I most probably disgusting. shouldn't even say this, but it makes me hate human the beings population. so much. Yeah, I, I think that airports bring out the worst in people. <laughs> it really is like, how many times did somebody walk by you and just go, oh, oh my you know? god, and you're like, dude, what, just do anything to not do that. Isn't the isn't a teacher the one that invented airborne, the like that that little vitamin C tablet? That is the smartest thing in the world to me because every time I get on a flight, I'm like, I'm going to get sick. This is it. I know. I'm going to get the flu. I'm going to get COVID. Something's going to happen. I'm just going to have the worst week wherever I'm going. I know. And I, I just, it's mostly because people don't are care. gross. Oh, yeah, that too. Oh, and yeah, they don't care. Gross. But I don't think but, you care. I think it's kind of like when people are, you know, like when you have some, when you have a bunch of people over, there's always one person that does something and you're like, Double why dips. would they leave that? Oh yeah. yeah. Or like, why would they leave the towel on the floor? Why would this, yeah. like, why would no one fix this? Yeah. That I think is everyone at an airport for some reason. That's what I'm saying. It's like, Leaving for your some bins reason, the on air- the conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I don't want to put the bins away. Just put your bins away. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And every time I do it, just so someone will like see me doing it and I go, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, security is the worst version of people, too. But how many times are you sitting in your seat and you hear some kid with just, like, the kennel cough? cough. Yeah. Just right. <laughs> the kennel cough. <laughs> like, some German <laughs> shepherd <laughs> with kennel cough. Four <laughs> rows in front of you, just... <laughs> and you're just like, dude, what? thank you for traveling right. with us. Oh, did I tell you that uh, two, probably, like, two months ago, we were, we were traveling, I think it was to New York, and it was, and it was an earlier late flight. And there was a kid three rows up and over, not even maybe like two. And I could I could see him through the seat slit, and I could see it was a kid who was just sneezing and like <laughs> barking and all and every single cough he had to the point where he I know he was like, yeah, just sprouting his sickness. Yeah, and I it got to the point where I was like, one, I can't sleep, and two, I'm just I'm getting sick. Why Bro. didn't I wear a mask? And I told Mika, I was like, I'm gonna hit the flight attendant button, or I'm gonna go over to that mom and say, Hey, can you muzzle your kid? Can you figure out how to teach him manners and just, to respect the environment around? Yeah, just. <sighs> we were on a flight home from New York one time. I, get I was tough, maybe though. seven or eight years old. I've never told this story. There was, <laughs> yo, there was a kid yo. in front of us that we could all very clearly see what was going on. My my family, I have a big family, right? So when it was just the six of us, like me and my three sisters and my parents, we took up the whole row, right? Which mm. was great. So, but you could see everything that's going on around you, right in front of you. And there was a kid who was sick and had a rash 
and the mom was rubbing ointment on his rash, and the ointment needed to be applied to his taint. So there was a kid in front of us that's too old to have his taint out. Taint's not a swear oh, word, right? Did I get through this whole podcast without swearing? My God. No, that's not a swear word. Yeah. And Gooch. I, I mean, know, what is, do you call it? Is taint actually a word? I don't want to talk about a taint on this podcast. It just feels like I just totally ruined this whole thing. <laughs> I did a, oh my I was, God. You was, ended it, ended so it on sorry. taint. I shouldn't have said taint. I should have <laughs> lied and been like his hip or something. But I mean, you got to understand, dude, this kid is like, it looked like he was Area between birth, butthole you know? and he sack. Like, yeah. It's I mean, the is area that, between the butthole and the sack. There is no sack. way. It's a genitalia. You can't describe it without being vulgar. So, he he's got a rash on the devil's driveway. Hold on, there's no way, there's no way this kid posted up doggy to get. His <laughs> no, dude, I mean, wasn't on his, his hands and knees. How else do you get in there? He's sitting is down he and he's like, on, yeah, laying on his back like. What? That, yeah. What's okay? So he's like legs up missionary. What's worse? At that point, like, <laughs> I just I mean, don't want you describing kid, this in like. There's no way to describe this properly. But oh, well, I guess yeah. Okay, body positions. What would you call this? <laughs> I'd call it your mom rubbing ointment on your teeth. That's what I would call it. That's what that's I'm going to say. Seat. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. Dude, I just, it was the most outrageous thing <laughs> I've ever seen. How you I know what's going to be really funny is when my that. mom calls me and is like, I told you never to do it. She's going to go like, you're an idiot. That's not where the rash was. It was on his yeah, nose was, right yeah, here. He had a rash Bottom on his nose. neck. But I'm pretty certain it was the taint. <laughs> well, really, it was actually you is the problem, and that you're yeah, like projecting some, kid, was some like, kid on the plane. But I, he looked like he was in a lot of pain. I so bet he felt bet really <laughs> bad about hitting your car. <laughs> That's the kid years later. He found you, and he was like, I was so embarrassed. He's just standing there, and he's just still itching his sack. He's just like, All right. he's like oh, I so still have the rash and stuff. But, you know, I'm sorry about hitting your car. Oh, okay. dude, that just totally ruined this whole episode. And it's done now. Um, well, our first solo one. <laughs> we did good. All right. We did good. Um, um, yeah. Well, we'll see if you, we'll see if we see him for another one. But, uh, who, Dennis? He's yeah. Like, Dude, I can't deal <laughs> no, with this you guys. Is done. This is Studio's disgusting. Over. Uh, I'm in our audience, but yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you to our guests for coming in. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> You've been awesome. Great questions. Um, I'm so sorry about those three stupid questions. No, it's okay. Uh, At least just... you ended with the taint rubbing story, which I, <laughs> we can all appreciate. Imagine you tune in just for that part right there. That's why, you know, I feel like we saved the best for last. It's like uh, yeah. it's like a Chinese Who chicken knew salad. knew we were really boring the audience with our thoughtful conversation about having a wife and children? Just needed to get to the meat of it. You've been talking about that a lot lately. Rubbing. I feel like this is a good outlet for you, you know? I feel like this is... Sometimes we we do some funny stuff. Sometimes we do some therapeutic things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We like to switch it up in the sit and chat. Uh, apparently, it's like something I need to just be better at. Because it does. Uh, I think just talking in general, or fucking like on the fuck, fuck with the fuck eating shit, fuck. No, no, no. I did not swear once this whole episode. Good job. I tr I started and I said fuh. Remember fuh. I was just talking about the food. It's fine. Oh, gotta okay, go. Gotta All right, go thanks guys one. for watching. Thank you.